Season 4 of my podcast. Today, my guest is Shashank Surya Narayanan, a software engineer with New York Life Insurance Company. He leads a team of software engineers at their digital R&D lab. Hi, Shashank. Welcome to my show. Hi, Vedan. Thanks for having me on your show. Yeah, this is really fun. I've had two software mm-hmm. engineers on my show before you. That's nice. So, Shashank, I'm mm-hmm. curious to know more about what you do. Right. Um, so, just to give you a background of what I do, I'm currently a software engineer lead. So, what that means is that um, I I essentially lead a team of software engineers um, doing new development work for New York Life. Um, On the side, I also do technical design of new applications. So that means that I essentially, um, you know, chalk out the blueprint for the entire application. And then my team of software engineers uh, go ahead and develop that into a new application. So you design new apps? Yeah, I design new uh, web applications. So um, if you go uh, to any website, for example, there is a team of engineers um, essentially designing the whole system. Um, so I do that for New York Life for a for a new a new digital experience. Um, so that's what my team and I are working on. I have interviewed two software engineers earlier, mm-hmm. like I said. All of you do different kind of work. What Perfect. are the different types of software engineers? Right. Uh, there are many types of software engineers, just like there are many type of uh, any any sort of engineer. Um, uh, and then you could say um, there are software engineers in every sort of industry nowadays. Uh, even if you go for a, a mechanical engineering or chemical engineering, there is a subset of some of the engineers there who do software development um, just because of the the scale of the industry and the type of um, you know the work that that's happening everywhere. Uh, apart from this, we also have traditional web development. Um, then we have mobile application development. Nowadays, you should be using tons of apps, right? Um, all of that is developed by mobile application developers. And then we have um, various types of product development. Now we you must have used. Um, Excel or Microsoft Word or you know Zoom for example, um, those are developed by you know uh, product engineers. Um, there are different types of engineers again within that. Um, some are good with design um, and then uh, user experience, and some are more um, they they play a more back end role or essentially they are behind the scenes. That's why it's called a back end. Um, and then some develop services to be consumed by other industries. So there are various types. And some also make softwares for computers, right? Like the one I'm using now, right? That's right. Some uh, some develop softwares which sit on top of hardware. Um, for example, an operating system, right? So that's one of the type of engineers you have. How does coding work? 
Mm-hmm. Most people don't understand codes. How does it get connected? converted to something mm-hmm. that everyone understands and uses mm-hmm. that's a great question right um so what do you uh, mean by coding coding is essentially translating something into um you know a set of uh, instructions that the computer would understand or can break it down um so that you know the computer can process it um and then to to talk about coding itself earlier uh, when computers were um, you know being developed uh, the type of coding used to be very rudimentary um, in the sense that the codes had to be written in a language which the which the computers could easily understand nowadays we have lot of pr- processors in the middle um, so the the code uh, that you write or that we write um is more user readable or human readable than more machine readable um and then it goes to a it goes to another um set of uh programs which essentially break it down and convert it into machine readable code um so nowadays we we are having um code coding languages as we call it um to be more human readable and easily understandable um and easy to work with Uh, even there how do you even um, you know go and say hey uh, to i want this website and then i want a couple of buttons on this website how would you say that um, so what we do is we talk to um, our design engineers or our um, you know business teams they they say hey um, i want to see this on the screen um, you know how do you do it so we have a a whole team to take what we call these as requirements and then um you know document that and then convert that into a technical and functional spec uh so what i mean by that is when you're coding you want to translate these requirements into more of a um i would say um how do you uh, write this in code so there's a midpoint so there is an analyst who comes in and then you know converts the business requirements into what the software engineers uh, need and the software engineers go take this and you know convert that into code mm-hmm. so, so i i know only one type of coding language mm-hmm. javascript are there any others yeah there are tons of uh, uh languages javascript as you mentioned is a very popular language um in in this day and age there are tons of um applications built on javascript and then there is java there is um, c c++ um there is lisp uh, python so every application um or or you know um i would say every language has its own uh, set of users Uh, or type of applications um you, if you go talk about web development or web apps per se you'll have lot of people uh, coding in javascript and java um if you talk about you know operating systems you'll have lot of people coding in c++ and then if you talk about um people who are uh, into data and data management uh, they usually code in python those are lot of coding languages right 
What kind of softwares do you develop for New York Life? How different is it from other softwares? Yeah, so we do different types of software at New York Life. Um, some of the types are um, we do web applications. So basically, we create websites um, and then we create applications which get triggered from these websites. Uh, say, for example, um, there is a whole flow of capturing data about a user and then recommending products to that user saying, hey, uh, this is this is your information from based on this information. We are going to take this information and recommend some products of New York Life that would be more suitable for you. So we do those kind of applications. We do uh, file processing in the back end. So uh, we get huge files um, that that we get from other insurance companies or um, from medical uh, insurance companies when we are, uh, you know, doing a background check on the people purchasing our uh, life insurance products. So there are, there are systems which take bunches of these files and then um, they process it. Uh, there is no there is no UI or user interface for these kind of, um, uh, I would say, programs. So they are more on the back end. They sit behind the scenes and, and work directly on the files. Right, And there are mobile applications. So basically, some of the apps that you use, we have our own apps um, that our agents use. Uh, there is accounting software, and there is um, compliance software. So because in the insurance industry is a regulated industry, um, so we need to comply with certain uh, rules set by the government. Um, so what we do is we build software uh, which will run these rules in the background and ensure that you know all of the records, all of the data that we are capturing um, are all compliant according to you know the government standard. Earlier in the interview, you said that mm -hmm. as a side project, you you and your team like to like code and develop different applications. Right. Do you develop? Do you and your team also develop some of New York Life's applications? Yep. So we are currently working on a, on a web application. So that means it's available over the internet um, and it's used by a certain set of users. So we are building the application mostly for our agents, um, New York Life agents who sell our life insurance policies. Um, they use that application to gather data about um, anyone who wants to purchase New York Life policies. They take that um, and then um, they feed it into our system and then our system crunches the numbers and gives out um, a set of products that, that is suitable for the user. And, and then they use that um, and then showcase, hey, this is, um, this is the financial goal that you, know, you have set with us and this is how our products can help you. Um, and then they use that to make the sale. What is the most exciting part of the job that you do? The most exciting part of the job I do is um, talking to business and understanding what their requirements are and then translating that into um, you know, technical and functional 
documents so i'll give you a, an understanding of what i mean by technical and functional so technical means that hey i need um, i need uh, you know a set of uh, servers here i i need to have um, some encryption standards um, so all of that comes to more of a technical specification of the system itself or the platform that might need to be changed based on what the business requires so business what they'll say is hey i want to be able to communicate to my customer um that um you know uh, i i can show them an illustration or uh, i can show them an evolution of um how much you are paying and then how that translates to benefits for you so for example um you know we uh, we can pick a product saying um, a life insurance product um so when they pick a product and they say hey um this is my age this is my uh, medical condition so on and so forth and then say i want to purchase this product of life insurance for uh, a 20 year term so w- what we say is you're going to pay us um so much so many dollars monthly and these are the benefits um that these dollars are going towards so we show a graphical representation of that as well so what happens is that when when the business says i need to showcase this to the consumer what i do is i go and say hey we would require um, a a document processor for this or a rules processor for this on the technical side and on the functional side we'll write a specification saying hey i should be able to do this business process and um, you know we make points uh, as functions when we are writing code for that module what made you choose to be a software engineer mm-hmm. what did you want to be as a child so uh growing up i also i always wanted to be an engineer uh, my dad was one so that um, uh, that played a significant part of um, you know what i wanted to be um, i didn't have um, any specific set of engineering in mind uh, but uh, growing up um, i explored a um, bunch of options and then um, i always uh, went towards more of um, uh, playing around with uh, electronics and i as i was interested in that i i chose that for my you know undergraduate studies um but software happened um, as more of an evolution i would say uh, over many years so once i graduated from my uh, you know ms here in university of florida when i was looking for job opportunities i found that there were you know tons of opportunities in software um everything including you know hardware uh, was now moving towards more of a software based role so even when you're designing and testing hardware uh, you needed to be proficient in software so that's where i said hey let me let me pick up software um, and then that's how i became a software engineer wow that's a really inspiring story what are your hobbies hobbies i have many hobbies but um primarily i love playing board games and um i grew up playing tons of board games 
uh currently i'm playing playing seven wonders uh code names settlers of catan these are some of the few games that that i play on a regular basis and and i love these games uh but growing up um, we used to have game night at home uh, where the entire family would get together um and we would play monopoly or game of life um some and after a point um you know my dad and i we sat together and we even designed a board game so i was like um, very interested um uh, in math um when i was in third grade and my dad and i we we created a board game um based on math i remember when i when i came to new jersey mm-hmm. i i played seven wonders with you yeah and uh, it's a fun game right <laughs> yeah it's really fun i have it in my house right now oh that's that's great uh, i mean i'm sure you'll have a lot of uh, enjoyable moments with it yeah i will <laughs> and even i love playing board games it's so fun yeah it's a fun way to network and uh, it also develops social skills yeah thank you so much for coming on my show Thanks for having me once again. Um it's it's great to be on this show. Yeah, this was so fun. I, I enjoyed it. Me too. Yes, follow my Facebook page Curious Vedant to get updates on my coming episodes. To listen at leisure on your phone and get notified about future episodes, subscribe by searching for Curious Vedant wherever you get your podcast. such as apple podcast spotify stitcher google podcast and many more you can also listen to my show on curiousvedant.com thank you for listening to curious vedant and don't forget to rate and leave comments